welcome to episode five of the Pets at Home Puppy podcast. My name is Kate Cornish. I'm the editor of my VIP magazine. In the studio with me, I'm so excited. I'm a bit sorry if I'm a bit distracted because we've got Mia. Mia, hello. Mia is, um, how old is she? She's six months. She's a six-month-old, beautiful Staffordshire Bull Terrier puppy. And she's tearing around the studio being absolutely adorable so you're going to hear squeaks pants barks whatever don't care because she's just she can do what she likes because she's so gorgeous so along with mia we have her owner sarah enriles hello hi thank you for joining us and bringing in your adorable puppy oh hello are we okay yeah, uh, I think you're finding in a, in a previous episode we talked about cable management. When you have a puppy in the home, I think we should adhere to our own advice there. Um, she's fine, don't worry. And also joining us, uh, we have Claire North from, again, from North Canine Dog Training. Hello, Claire. Hello. Right, so, um, distracted, I said I would be. Uh, Mia is now legging it around the studio, sniffing everything, having a drink, going to the bin, looking in everything. And yeah, got ahead in the bin now. Okay, I'm going to stop looking at the puppy and look at my notes. Okay, so Sarah, you are a first-time puppy owner. Mia is your first dog. She is, yeah. And how long have you had her now? Have you had her um, since we've birth? Had her since eight weeks old. Sorry, not since birth. I'm going to say that again. You know, it's since birth. And so, how long have you had her? We've had her since she was eight weeks. All oh, right. Okay. And how are you getting on? Really good. She's actually really well behaved. So I think we've been quite lucky. Wow. Okay, so I'm assuming that being a first-time puppy owner, you're going to have your work cut out for you, Claire. Well, let's talk about first things first. Let's talk about house training. I'm assuming that you've gone through, Sarah, you've gone through a bit of house training with Mia. Yes. It's incredibly important. Claire, I'm assuming that's the first thing that you should get. Yeah, it's one of the first things to get into the habit of, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. How, How have you found it? Actually easier than I thought it would be. It was very hard for the first few days, but she was quite good at picking things up. So obviously we started with puppy mats, um, which did the trick, and then just leaving the back door open, and she was quite happy to just go out whenever she needed the toilet. So she she picked it up quite quickly. Wow. And Claire, is that is that a good thing to do? They've done the right thing there? Yeah, absolutely. So there are multiple things you can do. A little bit dog dependent, and you'll hear me say that over everything really so apologies for my repetition no, it's, on it's, that it's the way of the life of the dog yeah, it's still so, all dependent on the dog and time of year play a small part if you get a winter puppy you can't necessarily have the door open and also they don't always like the weather so you have to factor that in a little bit as well you might have to stand out in the rain under an umbrella to do your toilet yeah, training that's true. so yeah what you want to be as a rule of thumb in in when you're first going to bring them home at like eight weeks they're going to need the toilet approximately every hour maybe slightly less they're gonna I can't stop laughing at this point. I know sorry don't worry if you can hear the, the noise in the background she's ragging a what's that she's got there she's got a Wainwright's fox toy on the floor plug she's got a fox toy that she's ragging oh no she's fine leave her let her be a puppy yeah you're gonna have lots of unusual noises in this but I don't care because um it's I'm just us. enamored it's not us it's Mia honestly all noises other than voices would be Mia anyway um, um, continue yeah, so approximately every hour sometimes less sometimes a little bit more but you'll get to know that over the first few days but if you aim for about once an hour They also need to go out pretty much straight away when they've eaten or had a drink. So water exits... Literally straight away. Pretty much with water. Water exits... Seconds, minutes? Minutes. So water exits their stomach quite quickly. So if they have a great big drink, fairly soon after they're going to need a wee. Yeah. And eating stimulates them to need to toilet. 
so they're going to eat and then they're going to need to poop pretty quickly. Okay. So out after that. And when they wake up. So any form of nap or sleep, as soon as they wake up, you scoop them up, you take them out. So you're out a lot. <laughs> yeah. Doing toilet yeah. training. You can spend lots of time yeah. outside. <laughs> um, I would often say to people to put a little word to it. So I'd like, be quick. Um, so when they're going to the toilet, tell them to be quick. Little treat for doing it. Fine. Puppies are pleasers, so they depend on you for everything and they will do anything to please you. So what's the best way, Claire, to encourage them? Like we just said uh, previously in the last episode, we were talking about reward and good behaviour and ignore the bad. Or are there is there a more professional way of going about it as opposed to just ignoring? Yeah, so it depends what it is. So if we're going to look at toilet training in terms of like having an accident inside yeah. or something yeah. like that, I mean, at a very young age, we, we just got to ignore them and... Honestly, like, blame yourself because you weren't watching. Yeah, no, <laughs> so, yeah, We said last week there's a lot of management involved in puppies. Yeah. And you have to watch them if they're free because otherwise... They, so they they don't get full bladder control until I think it's around 24 weeks. So they're not at eight and nine weeks. By the time they realise they need the toilet, pretty much they're going to the toilet. So yeah. you've got to be on them and watching, okay? And actually saying that, Mia's just had a second drink in 10 minutes. <laughs> and she did that noise while she did just find a plastic bag and just scrunched it, so that's been put away. What's she got now? Oh, God, now she's attacking the toy bin. There you go. It's right on cue. Anyway, please, so if you can, continue, please do, Claire. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> so where they have an accident in the house... We're not going to do anything about that. We're just going to move them, clean it up. It's no big drama. Okay. So don't don't sort of go, oh, no, what have you done? Oh, just, no, no, people none do of this. Yeah. Um, I hope that the old school of thought of rubbing their nose in it, I oh, never hear that now so good. much. So I hope that we've totally yeah, like, that that's we've just got rid of that. Weird, unhygienic, weird, dangerous and odd. really cruel. Yeah. So... In general, I wouldn't make a massive issue of that. If I had an older puppy that was struggling with toilet training, then I might, if they were going to have an accident in the house, but they'd have to be, like, older, older, not eight, nine weeks. Right, OK, yeah. Um, then we look at maybe doing something different, like using our go-to word, maybe, to right. encourage toileting in front of us and things like that. But at this age, this young age, we clean it up, we move along. Cleaning product is really important for me to mention here. Not human products yeah so cleaning product is is really important it needs to be a dog specific cleaning product okay one that kills the enzymes that are in the urine so why if is you that use, then why why because is that the dog specific can, he'll still smell them so say you use oh, like so a, we'll go back to the place where he weed yeah, before yeah so it, it'll encourage him to go back there Got so you. you might use you'll use like a human product and it'll be completely clean and hygienic but that enzyme won't be destroyed dog will still smell it because their nose is so good mm-hmm. so a dog specific cleaning product very important Right. I may, I may actually have to tell the uh, listeners that Sarah is actually a Pets at Home colleague. So I'm yes. sure you know all this already. I didn't and actually you... know that. Oh, right. Excellent. <laughs> used to me. There but... you go. We're learning things. <laughs> so what are you using at the moment? Are you just using light detergent or yeah. Dettol or something? Yeah. But we're not having to use that anymore. That was... Like, she, she's, she's, she's sorted now. now. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's really interesting to learn. So you have to use a specific... What is it, a spray detergent? What would yeah, you call it? What's I, am I allowed to plug? Yeah, go on. <laughs> so one of the best ones that I've come across is the Simple Solutions products. They are really good and they've got like one for hard floors, one for carpets, one for 
this type of flower that's oh, a, cool. whatever you know and you just pick the relevant one but yeah they've got some really good stuff in that okay range. brilliant oh that's good to know so yeah we, we, we need to mention products really because um you're gonna need them let's face it yeah yeah put simple solutions on your list excellent <laughs> Mia's gonna be tired out but she's she's literally hasn't stopped as you could probably hear legging it around the studio getting her nose into everything what are you doing now What's she got there? Um, she's got the throw off the sofa. All right, bit. good. It's all right. She's <laughs> That's all right. fine. She's <laughs> a happy dog. Just it's don't really... go to sleep because we're going to need you to do some training in a minute, Mia. <laughs> it's a good thing, though, you know, just on a totally side note to what we're talking about, like puppies should be like this, exploring yeah. and confident yeah. and into everything. And yeah, yeah. I know it's like um, in the home it can feel like a bit of a pest, but actually no, but it's she's... what you want, Yeah, you know? It's great. Nice and forward, nice this. and bold. And it helps that we've got a big box of toys. What's that you're getting now? What's that? Oh, that's that's actually a collar and some packaging. So yeah, don't chew <laughs> that down. Get that monkey. Okay, so um, toilet training. Is there anything else you want to mention about toilet training? We've covered the detergent. I don't think so. I think the only thing I would maybe mention is when you very first bring them home, those first few days, what happened at the place you got them from is quite relevant. So things like if they've been in a place where they haven't had access to outside and they've only been inside yeah which some some breeders do that so that means some puppies can struggle in the first few days with maybe toileting on grass or gravel or something like that or if they've been in a place where they've only had access to grass and they come home to you and you've only got gravel yeah they're like oh it's a bit different yeah so they make a connection with a particular surface to toilet on which for me would not be ideal i want them to toilet anywhere really so sometimes you have a couple of days sorry um (laughs) me just picked out the loudest (laughs) rustling toy out the toy bin jacob our producer has taken it off her and then she's demanding it back taking the label off he's not doing it fast enough come on come on pressure right you happy now mia right yeah she's happy (laughs) sorry continue Um, yeah just to bear in mind if they seem a little bit reluctant it can be the surface if they're not used to like the gravel or the flags or whatever and they're used to grass so just have that in your head a little bit okay well that's interesting so what what have you got a bit both grass pavement she very much prefers grass and we noticed that from the minute we got home so we've got different type of textures in the garden so decking gravel and grass and she will only go on the grass and it's only recently (laughs) that she started when we're out for a walk if there's no grass about she's only just started you know Ah, doing it on the path so But in the garden, she's she's still very much only on the grass. Mm. All right, and that's 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 another thing. Oh, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> Couple of side notes then, actually, on this might as well chuck them in. Yeah, yeah, chuck them in. Were you saying about we're on a walk? So it's not uncommon for very young puppies to not toilet on a walk in the first instance, and that's around. Um, it's around scent distribution so I, we here I tell everybody I'm around yeah. but I'm only young and I actually don't want to tell everybody that yeah. I'm here yet so you will often find when you first take them out that like when you get back to their house they are desperate for the toilet so the first job when you come back from a walk is to take them in the garden Right. don't okay. even let them free in the house straight in the garden, toilet and yeah. then, never then, assume that just because they haven't they don't need to yeah, because they, they do they They're probably just... are, so the sniffing stimulates them to need the loo so they've sniffed all the way around on the walk and basically like crossing their little legs by the time they get back to the house so it's not to worry about it goes in time it's just confidence and puppy stuff but absolutely yeah so a lot of people will have an issue with i come back i've just walked here and i've walked in the house and you've peed on the floor and it it can be frustrating obviously but that's why that's really interesting i've never heard that before yeah in the house straight in the garden don't even put them in the house take them straight out 
Wow. Well, uh, that's that's great. Um, you got any more things like that? Because this is fascinating. Come on, more, <laughs> more, more weird loads. things that I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. So toilet training, is there anything else that Sarah should be thinking about? Or have we covered all bases? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, if the, you know, if she's, if she's, would you say is she like 100% outside there now at her age or? Yeah, the only thing she does do is she gets excited. She can't control herself. And oh, okay. Away. Yeah. That's the only problem that we have now. Reasonably common as well mm. in this breed and in Spaniels. Sorry, Spaniels. So stuff people. is stuff is in Spaniels. <laughs> it's the joy, it's the happiness. Oh. <laughs> you think um, we wee in when you're happy? Oh, she's yeah. right, actually got inside the toy bin now. What have you got? Any, anyway, you two keep talking. <laughs> I'm going over here to make Oh, no, it's on the floor. Here we go. Everything's on the floor now. So, in terms of that, it, that's when people come to the house yeah, or when she first sees you. people pay her attention. Yeah. yeah. So, that's a slightly different thing because what you want to be doing with that is basically not... You need to ask people not to greet her, like, straight away when she's like that. Um, so, you need her to calm a little bit and to almost be a little bit ignored before they yeah. go to it. Okay. And then that'll stop that for you. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just got completely distracted by playing with a puppy there. So, yeah, glad you two were having a nice little chat there. Um, right, OK, so uh, Mia has now got the monkey. Being offered a, a, a wet, squidged, squidged monkey. Being offered a chewed-up monkey. Hello, Mia. I've got... Ooh, oh, she's got sharp teeth. <laughs> I, think that, I think, think Mia just uh, confused my hand for her little chewy monkey toy. So, anyway, while she's... um. That's been thrown over the other side of the studio. She's followed it. Um, stay over there for a minute, darling. So uh, we're going to now get some top training tips from Claire. Claire, over to you. Give give us a few. Give us a few of your tips then. So I think the first thing, possibly the most important one to say, is to enjoy it. Training sessions should be fun. Puppies learning, you're learning hopefully as well. But you need to enjoy them. Anything that you don't enjoy, you're not going to do. Make it fun, basically. Yeah, it's relationship building, isn't it? And that's what training absolutely is all about. Cool. Number two? Short sessions. Puppies have got desperately short attention span. So the younger <laughs> they are... Not that one has right now. She's got a monkey that she's hurling around the studio. <laughs> Sorry. Short, short attention spans. <laughs> not like me at all. <laughs> yeah, so they tire very quickly. They tire mentally very quickly. So when you're training the dog, it's not so much physical as mental. Um, but they tire quickly, so you do a little bit, highly rewarded. That goes in a lot quicker and is much better for them. Okay, so reward, reward, reward. Yeah, absolutely. The reward is massive. Find out what it is that your dog wants and then utilise it. So we're usually going to go with food, but you could also look at a toy, you could look at attention, but something motivating. Cool. And uh, last but not least... Yeah, teamwork. Um, Can't stress enough, really. Consistency throughout anybody that handles the dog. So people in the home, if you have a dog walker coming in or a pet sitter, anything like that, all of you need to be in the same place because the dog hasn't got ability to understand inconsistency so puppies need you know these are the things that we do these are the things that we don't kind of thing and if you have an inconsistency somewhere for sure the dog will show that up (laughs) so so if i've I've got a funny look on my face because i think she's just um she's just uh, delivered a little package of gas onto the desk. <laughs> Thanks, Brilliant. Mia. Okay, um, so, um, yeah, sorry, any other any other top tips there? No, enjoy yourself. Like, the, even though puppy stage feels like it goes on for ages, it acts actually over quite quickly. So make sure that you enjoy it because then when they're adult, you'll be like, oh, 
I miss them. And then you'll want another one. (laughs) So, yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy it. And don't get too frustrated. They get things wrong. They're young. They're learning. Things go wrong. Put it, you know, don't worry about it. Don't get angry. Just put it to one side and do it again later. It's not the end of the world. Great. Oh, hello. She's back. Sarah, have you got any questions um, that you need answering or have you got any queries that, that well we've got Claire in the studio who's the professional behaviourist expert uh, I guess the only thing that I found quite difficult is with her teething mm-hmm. she's quite mouthy and it's how do you obviously she needs to do it because it's part of teething but it's how do you encourage her to do that with a toy as opposed to your hand <laughs> yeah so puppies teeth from 15-16 weeks up to 6 months so they're going through quite a lot because they get so they get I think four more teeth in every quarter of their mouth as well so they've got a lot going on lose all the baby teeth get all their adult teeth they chew like mad there's a little bit of breed specific this breed is a heavy heavy chewer anyway she's staffing yeah so she's she's gonna have like a really powerful chew as well in terms of making sure it's appropriate for me a huge part of that comes down to the consistency level so Sometimes what people do is they allow a little bit of it and then they're like, oh, actually, it hurts now, so they stop it. Or you often find that there might be somebody in the house or somebody in the family that allows quite a lot of it. So you might not allow any, but your partner might allow some. You have to say there's none. So as soon as it start, I just nicely start to tell off and get into don't get into the whole pointy finger no kind of scenario. They're just going to chew the finger. Yeah, so bite the finger. So I'm just going to divert divert so I might pick up and I might move I might get a stuffed Kong I might get a toy something like that I'm always going to be looking to divert but really quickly I'm not going to allow those teeth on my skin at all large part as well of that kind of behavior as well is to make sure that they have regular rest so if they're too overstimulated they'll become a lot more chewy Oh, someone needs to take a picture of her sat like that. Look oh, at her. Look at that. <laughs> She's uh, Mia is just posing on the sofa yeah. in the studio. We'll, we'll get like, a we'll get a picture so a you can see. <laughs> perfect picture of toys and style. Oh my goodness! And oh. she's lying down. <laughs> the the rest element is also big in helping to control mouthing. How would you best approach teaching a puppy what age they have to be? What's the first best thing to teach them? So in terms of age, you can start some low-key basic training from first couple of days at home. So you could maybe teach you sit. You could teach a little bit of eye contact, things like that. They're like little sponges. So, But what I would say is kind of 8 to 12 weeks, you've got a very, very short window. Don't right. try to do training for 10 minutes okay. in an eight-week-old puppet because it's got about a minute or two of concentration. Okay. So you have to have that in your head. Do a teeny bit, do it well, get you know some nicely rewarded repetitions and then let them have a rest. The temptation is to train, train, train. I Believe me, more than anybody, I have that temptation. So it's going to go in one ear and out the other when they're really young yeah, anyway. Yeah. They're just going to be like, mm, few repeti- You're always better to do less and for it to be really successful than you are to do a larger chunk, but it to be mediocre. Right, yeah. Because they don't learn so yeah. good. So, and it's detrimental, really, in the long run, isn't it? Because they're just going to get bored and it's well, going to be repetitive. Yeah, if you bore them and tire them, yeah. and then you just make them hate training, and yeah. that should not be the case. So training is about motivation and relationship if you've got those two things the rest of it should go I'm not going to say easy because training yeah. training is not easy you wouldn't have a job if it was <laughs> exactly <laughs> but if the dog's motivated by something that you've got in terms of reward and you have a great relationship with them 
then it's enjoyable and that's the thing first thing that any dog puppy dog whatever needs to know before you start any training is how do i know when i'm good how do i know when i got it right so you can't go through life without knowing the difference between it was right and it was wrong and it's the same in training so what we're going to do is we're going to grab a handful of treats and we're just going to do a couple of things that she already knows. And when she gets them right, good girl, give her the food. Excellent. Yeah? Okay, so thanks for your time, ladies. Thank you. Thanks. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Tell all your friends that are also puppy owners. And we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>